Welcome to Wrestling with the Angels, a podcast that hopes to encourage you as we limp along this life together. My name is Zach, and I'm here with my good friend and co-host, Clint. And today, we are asking God to grant us the ability to seek to understand rather than to be understood. Yeah, and so it's really this wrestling with these two positions that have not, I guess, are not always opposed, but in our experience, have been uh, completely different on different sides of of the the poles here. And so, there's this idea that we want to be understood, so we speak and we listen, even uh, in in a desire to un, to be understood. We want our positions to be understood uh, versus listening and and even responding to understand the other person's positions. Uh, and so when we were discussing, talking about this, the verse that came to my mind that really draws out this idea is from, is in the Bible from James chapter one, where James says, let every person be quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to anger. And he says, for the anger of man does not produce the righteousness of God. Yeah. And my, my whole life has been the cliche of listening to people and just waiting on my turn to talk Mm -hmm. essentially without ever really caring right. if I actually understood the other position. I just wanted enough knowledge to be able to beat you in an argument, <laughs> to be able to tear you down. But I would do it in the nicest way possible. Right. I, you would leave thinking, man, that guy's nice, but maybe he's not. Maybe he yeah. is a jerk because I feel bad after talking to him. Yeah, I think that's where you and I were very different. Um, whereas <laughs> you you took that approach I took the approach of I am just going to defeat this person mercilessly <laughs> in in uh, robust debate and make them cry. Mm. And I would never have have said that Vocalized. out loud, but that's the the tone that my words took. And a lot of times, this wasn't even so much in person as it was like through social media and and internet uh, dialogues. So um, I guess. We have to ask ourselves, okay, where do we stand now, and how, and really, what happened to change from that, from that perspective? Yeah, I, the reason I wanted to talk about this is because I'm still really bad at this, mm-hmm. but I want to be better. Yeah, I want to be better, and I want God to grant me that ability. It has to come from Him, because all my life has been a an example of me not being able to do this. Right. And it would be like I would be in discussions, and I would feel this like urge, this mm-hmm. this sense of if I don't, this moral obligation, right, to prove you wrong, right. And for the longest time, so getting to your question, for the longest mm-hmm. time, I thought that was God telling me to do these things, right, to correct people, to give people sound theology, whatever. But really, what I have found these past three years is that voice that I thought was God has been my own ego. Mm. Yeah, for sure. I mean, for me, it came from a like a much more fundamentalist um, reasoning. It was this ad- attitude that the system of belief that I held to uh, was the most right. Uh, if if secretly, I probably thought it was 
the only right one in all <laughs> somewhere reg- deep down. yeah in all regards even if you might not have said that yeah, or i would have thought it right yeah but it was i was i was going into discussion with the, with that mindset mm-hmm. that what i believed about the world and uh morality and things like that was the only right view and so my job was to not even necessarily convince you that i was right <laughs> but just to just to exhibit how right I was. Mm-hmm. So whether I, and I had this idea that I, I would never, I couldn't convince you. It, God had to do that, which is, in a, which is true in it, you know, whatever. But I, my job was to expose you <laughs> for, for how wrong you, you were. God's right hand man. God's yeah, absolutely. Bulldog. Yeah, absolutely. And I think part of that become, comes from the tradition that we're sort of, um, walking away from, I guess you could say, um, had has has a strong apologetic background, um, a, a rich history in apologetics. Um, that is the defense of the faith, and so we are. I, I don't want to speak for you, but I would watch hours and hours of these debates and of these different you can discussions. <laughs> yeah, and. It's not that I wasn't learning and I didn't believe the things I was hearing, but essentially what I would do is just regurgitate um, what I had learned. And it didn't matter what the other person I was I was talking to uh, said. Mm. I had a, almost like a script mm-hmm. that I went by. And um, just in more recently, and I wouldn't even say it's been it's really been three years for me, but just really, really um, recently, uh, this having more friends who are intelligent and professing believers, but of different traditions than I am. Um, these people aren't uneducated. They aren't <laughs> ignorant of these things that we talk about. And so when they bring up things, I can't just dismiss them and say, Oh, well, you're obviously not smart. <laughs> I have to really weigh, I had to really weigh what they've said. Mm -hmm. And so that's, what's kind of brought me to the point, like, okay, people, other people of other faith traditions or of no faith tradition have valid things to say. Mm -hmm. And the only person that is done any injustice from not listening to them is me. Mm -hmm. Um, And I could learn a lot more from them uh, if I would, if I would listen to them not to respond, but listen to understand their position. And it may be that that we walk away in disagreement about the foundational truths of things, but we walk away at better understanding one another. Yeah. And I think um, so that's kind of what we've what we're trying to move away from. Right. Uh, this past year, I have actively sought to do this and have found out that I'm still really bad at it. Right. But I'm much better than I was. Uh, a few years ago. Right. And one of the fears that comes up with doing, with, with seeking to understand rather than to be understood mm-hmm. is I'm going to be a doormat. Right. That, um, that sometimes that means walking away from a conversation that I know <laughs> based on experience right. will lead nowhere. Right. Uh, other than having harsh words with each other eventually, mm-hmm. you know? And so that has been one of my fears that I've had to, overcome is yeah. uh, not to be afraid of being a doormat. Because sometimes, to be real, uh, seeking to understand rather than to be understood will make you a doormat. 
Yeah. Yeah. And in a doormat in a sense that not, not to speak to the motives of those people who you're having conversations with, they're not, they're not doing what we would do, what we used to do to mm-hmm. people. They, they, <laughs> they're having these conversations, giving you these, this information, this new information. Uh, and rather than trying to soak it in, in order to defeat it, uh, I'm sort of now taking the good of what they have to say mm-hmm. and applying it to my life in what is in a beneficial way. And then sort of uh, either dismissing the things I don't agree with or putting them aside because they're not as, they're not necessarily that impo- as important to me. Yeah. I'd rather hold on to what we have in common mm-hmm. and we can discuss the other things, but I don't want our, I don't want my conversations with these people to be solely about what I disagree with them yeah. about. It's I, I am much more edified when we, um, when we, when I focus on the things that I have in common with people, uh, and to your point, what you said is about uh, being a doormat and and really um, throwing yourself out there in in conversations and relationships with people, things you don't know that much about or you, you need to learn about. Um, that's what's been the most beneficial for me is mm-hmm. is this sort of faith tradition that I'm embracing. I don't, I don't know that much about its history. I don't know that much. I just know that when I read the Bible now, I'm convinced that these things are true. So there's, I'm, it's sort of like I'm starting all over, right? I'm not, I'm not, you know, a lifetime into this thing. I'm learning, mm-hmm. and that's been a beneficial uh, posture for me. Yeah, and one of the things that I've had to, one of the things I've had to deconstruct is that sense of I have a moral obligation to say this right now. Mm -hmm. And what I've had to learn is that any sort of sense of urgency like that is not God. It is my ego. And so urgency for me has been an enemy to Mm. spiritual growth. And it coming to that understanding has made me a more spiritual person, has mm. made me pray more yeah. for people who I don't agree with. Right. Whereas I would never would have prayed for them before <laughs> yeah. when I was seeking to, you know, when we flip it, if I was seeking to have them understand right. and uh, and instead of be understood. But now I pray for these people and I let God do the work instead of me. The example that that comes to my mind when you mention that and it's not my example, it's yours, but is the coworker of yours. And I don't know that this person may have moved on. They may not work with you at all, but they, somebody asked you to pray for their cat. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, and I remember when you told me that, like the discussion, and this wasn't recent discussion. It was a while back. This disc- and my immediate response was that's stupid. <laughs> yeah. You know, like tell that person you're not going to pray for their cat. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, now I'm like, how horrifying. Right. If somebody comes and asks you to pray for their, for their, for their animal, you, you know, now just, just do it. Pray yeah. for them mm-hmm. dealing with whatever stress or whatever is going on in their life because of the loss of this, this, um, this loved beloved pet of theirs. Yeah. And so that's just, that's a really silly and a really sort of, uh, bottom, uh, Example, yeah, but we all we have examples of of more serious things than that too, right? And I think what we're coming to understand is that before we saw people as problems, mm-hmm. as arguments, and now we see people as God sees them, yeah, and we people who He's for died for, yep, 
Yeah, and, and so and love them, and uh, so that's where we're at now. Right. And until the next time, may the Lord make us a channel for His peace.